Hello, hello, Mama, and welcome back to another Mama's Partnering with God podcast episode. I am super excited that you have decided to join us for today's episode as we are going to be talking about self-care tips and how to encourage strong health, a peaceful soul, and a joyful mind so that you can go about your day being as filled up and joyful as possible, even in the times of difficult that are struggle and you think that maybe you just can't make it through it and sometimes all you got to do is take a breath and get through it but these tips will also help you create a system and a routine throughout maybe daily tasks or weekly tasks that help you to enjoy your life rather than feel busy all the time and they just they give you peace to your soul and joy to your mind and they just help you to operate with a cup that is full rather than a cup that is empty so with that being said let's hop on over to the episode Welcome to the Mama's Partnering with God podcast. I am your host, Molly Bunnell, mom, wife, and Jesus lover. And this is where we tackle life's struggles with the help and guidance from God. In this podcast, you will find God-led solutions through partnering with God in your life. My mission is to equip you with the tools that will bring you closer to God, allowing you to find faith, hope, and peace so that you can tackle marriage, motherhood, and finances with ease. It can be so easy to let the world run your life, but what do you get from that? Pain? Heartache? Struggle? But with God as your solution and creating a God-led lifestyle, hope, joy, and peace are just knocking at your door. So, if you're ready to finally team up with God, doing things in His strength instead of your own, you better turn that Mickey Mouse on for your kids and plug in those headphones, Mama, so we can go partner with God. Alrighty, so today's episode was kind of stemmed off of the fact that I am struggling in my third trimester of pregnancy and how I am really needing to focus on my self-care and my fundamental needs that I have as a mom, as a wife, as a Christian and everything that really fills me up and makes me feel loved and full of joy rather than stressed and exhausted, which with pregnancy, I mean, it's inevitable to feel that way. But when I really focus on my self-care and I'm able to um, really pour into myself during this time, it makes it a lot easier rather than a struggle to get through those days that I just want to scream or cry or, I don't know, throw something at the wall. (laughs) I'm sure you totally understand what I'm talking about. And that's why I really just wanted to talk about how, like, and these things aren't just things that are going to help me during pregnancy, 
but they're going to help me throughout the rest of my life, even as I'm dealing with temper tantrums, as I'm dealing with little ones who don't want to take a nap, because that has been all weekend last weekend. And today my daughter decided to wake up an hour early, so she got maybe 45 minutes of sleep today for a nap. Yay. Oh well, it's life, right? <laughs> so like I said, that's really what inspired this um, episode and why I really want to talk about it and the fact that self-care is such an important topic. But it's not the same. The self-care that I'm going to talk about is not what you hear when you go and maybe look up some self-care ideas where they pretty much just talk about hobbies or doing things like painting your nails or going out by yourself, which those are all great things if that's something that gives you joy, if it gives you a peace of mind and it gives you time to think and really reflect on things that are going on in your life or maybe just get away from the chaos for a little bit. But that to me is only a temporary fix. It's kind of like when you take Tylenol, it just covers up the symptoms. It doesn't actually um, get to the point of the situation and actually make you feel loved and full of joy and happy. It's kind of just a temporary fix for the time. And trust me, some days you need those. I mean, the first time I had an anxiety attack or it wasn't anxiety. It was just like a I'm drawing a blank on what it's called, but I was like hyperventilating and stressing out during, um, not during finals, but studying for finals one week. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. And I finally just had to stop everything. I watched a movie. I numbed my brain. I was able to relax and stop hyperventilating and then I could get back to studying. So sometimes those are definitely things that we need in the moment so that we can actually focus on what it is that we really need to focus on. But I don't want to talk about self-care in the ways of the world. I want to talk about it in the ways of God, which is the first point that I'm getting to on today's self-care tips is self-care in the ways of God. So, like I said, the world kind of just does the, um, the fluffy stuff, the stuff that you think of like Tylenol would do, where it doesn't actually make you feel loved, it doesn't give you actual joy, it's just like temporary joy in the moment rather than the long haul. And I want to definitely focus on the long haul. So um, God focuses self-care on rest. So you know that God is almighty. He can do everything. He doesn't really get tired. He's got strength galore, which is why in our weakness, he is super excited that he can give his strength to us. And um, so that's why he really, really enjoys to emphasize enjoys to emphasize because he really enjoy <laughs> I just about repeated the same exact thing I just said he emphasizes rest and he does this by um 
the very first book of the Bible in Genesis, the very first story where he talks about creating the earth and the heavens and everything that is in it. And he says on the seventh day, he rested. Well, he didn't technically need to rest, but this is him showing that we need to rest. Like when we do a whole bunch of work, we need to prioritize rest so that we can, um, we can replenish ourselves, And when we go back out to the world, we can pour into it and continue to do amazing things that is for God and to glorify his kingdom and to further his kingdom like it is that he wants us to do. So um, God definitely prioritizes rest. He also shows this by having the Sabbath, like it's supposed to be a day of rest where we focus only on him and we fellowship with other like-minded Christians so that we can replenish ourselves and when we go back out into the world we are able to fill people with love and joy rather than be um angry all the time or stressed out because that is a lot of the world like we get so busy we continue to go 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 and we really should slow down so that we can pour into others. We can have a strong health, a peaceful soul, and a joyful mind and still go out and do things that the world needs us to do. And at the same time, do the things that are going to further God's kingdom by using the things that we have to do in the world, the busy, the crazy of the world, so that we can bring glory to God in the everyday things of life. Um, so that's how God shows rest and self-care. But Jesus, on the other hand, actually shows us how to go about having self-care and that it's okay. Like some Christians think that self-care is not a good thing because we are supposed to be ministering to others. We are supposed to be telling others about God's greatness and furthering God's kingdom. But if you are so down, if you are so like unenergized and unmotivated, then there's no way you can do that. And you have to have self-care. And Jesus actually shows that. He 100% shows us all throughout the New Testament as he goes about um, doing miracles, as he goes about going from place to place, he shows us multiple times where he goes off on his own to have alone time with God. He goes off on his own or in a different direction so that he isn't bombarded by crowds and crowds of people. And he also shows us that there are times that instead of being in the crowd, he turns his head and goes a different direction so that they can fill, fulfill their physical needs like rest and sleep and talking to God and food and water because 
They are constantly being talked to. The disciples and Jesus are constantly around people. And sometimes there are so many and they don't get a break that they are just getting worn down and worn down. And if they continue to get worn down, they're not going to be able to fulfill God's needs. They're not going to be able to do what it is that God wants them to do. So there are times that they have to say, no, I got to go this way so that we can get refueled fill up our cups and come back and be able to pour into you the love and joy and the motivation and everything about God that you need to learn. So if you want a great um, example of self-care, definitely go read up on Jesus because he shows it everywhere in the New Testament. You just got to look for it. (laughs) Um, So then I also want to give you a little bit of what my definition of self-care is because, like I said, I don't want self-care as in self-care the way the world defines it. I want self-care the way God defines it, the way Jesus shows it, and that's why I created the definition that I have, which is... um, Identifying and creating a system that fills up your cup in all areas of God's priorities and emphasizes a life of rest, not of busy. So let me reread that. (laughs) I said my definition of self-care is identifying and creating a system that fills up your cup in all areas of God's priorities and emphasizes a life of rest, not of busy. So you remember a couple episodes back, we talked about what God's priorities are for us and how we have fixed and flexible priorities. Well, I believe that in each side of those priorities, there are some self-care things that we can do to feel loved, to fill up our cups, to feel like we are um, full of energy and excitement and motivation. And sometimes it's not like super over the top energy, but you still feel like you can go out into the world and actually have a peaceful day rather than one where we are completely stressed out over everything that's going on. So, That's why I believe that by creating a system after first identifying what those needs are in each area of God's priorities, that's how we will be able to create a a self-care system of rest rather than busy. It's kind of a lot like the routine, the morning routine that I talked about in a past episode as well and how we need to focus more on doing a slow morning routine rather than a fast morning routine and it's the same way here so with that being said um i want to jump into god's priorities and the fundamental needs that we can find inside of each each of god's priorities so a recap on what God's priorities are. The fixed priorities 
which are the ones that stay in the same order. Because remember we had a pyramid, um, an upside down pyramid, kind of like the food pyramid of God's priorities where God was at the top. He's in the biggest section because that's where we need to have the majority of our focus at and spend the majority of our time there. Then it's our husband or if you're a guy, your wife, <laughs> um, then it's your children. And those three are fixed. They don't change. They are constant. They stay that way. You cannot switch them up because that is the direction in which God wants you to focus on those in your life. Then come the flexible priorities that can move and change. They're the same priorities, but the order in which you focus on them and how much time you spend in each one of those priorities is what changes. And so those are self-care, home, income, and people in ministry. So with that, with those priorities inside of each priority, you have things that you can do that make you feel loved, that fill up your cup, that give you joy and excitement and peace and understanding rather than stress and overwhelm and burnout and all the things that the world gives us. God gives us love. He fills us with all of the things we need to make it through our days and the world takes it from us. So we have to go back to God to get it back. <laughs> it's kind of like a constant give and take kind of thing. So fundamental needs inside of each one of these priorities. So maybe I should tell you what fundamental needs are. Fundamental needs are what I believe to be the things that we need to do either on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis so that we feel loved, so that we feel like we can go out into the world and give to people rather than be like the world and take away from others. And as Christians, we want to live in a place of love, in a place of understanding, in a place of peace and patience rather than anxiety and scarcity and all the negative things that come from the world. Um, so when we're thinking of fundamental needs inside of each one of these priorities, when you look at your first priority, which is God, Jesus went to God all the time to refill his cup, to talk to him, to get the inspiration he needed, the motivation, the understanding, and to talk out his problems. That's where he went first. He always went to God. So we need to go to God. We need to figure out a time and maybe it's a 30 minute section. Maybe it's a 10 minute section. Maybe it's a five minute section. It's okay. And maybe it's not all at once. Maybe it's split up throughout the day, but we should definitely be spending time with God and allowing him to fill us up and be the main thing, the main person who really gives us the love and encouragement and inspiration that we need. We try to get it from people, from the things of this world, but nobody's going to give us that, that love, that 
and really fill up our cup that we need except for God because he's the one that while we are weak he is strong and he has so much strength that he just wants to give it to us like he's not trying to trick you into oh you have to do this for me in order to get my strength no he just wants you to ask for it so he can give it to you um so definitely things that I like to do in my priorities or fundamental needs section with God is like my morning routine where I sit down and I journal with him every morning. I read a little bit of the Bible and then I journal either about the Bible verse or all of the craziness that has got that is going on in my life. Then I also have a weekly um, time where I try to dive deeper into God's word personally. And I try to do that like on Sunday morning or not Sunday, Saturday mornings when I have a little bit more time and I know that my husband can take care of my daughter. It's part of my morning routine, but it's a little bit different than what I would do on a normal daily basis morning routine. And then I also have a business meeting with God on Friday to talk about things that are going on in my business so that my time with God that's personal doesn't get filled up with just business talk because <laughs> there is a time where that was all I talked about and that's all that was on my brain and I'm like I really need to be talking to you about things like like letting him speak back to me and being quiet rather than constantly being the one that's talking, talking to him about things that are going on in my personal life rather than things that are just in my business. And so I decided to separate those out. And then also throughout my day, when I need help, when I need strength, when I need courage or um, inspiration or motivation to get things done or maybe I just have no energy and I need strength and like God please give me strength that's what I do like I've got things set up throughout my week I've got things set up throughout my day so that I'm spending time with God am I perfect do I always hit these things on a daily and weekly basis no but I hit a majority of them so then I still feel loved and I still can go out into the world and pour into the world rather than take from those around me and be of the world. I can be of God. Um, so then some fundamental needs that uh, are in my husband's, <laughs> in my husband's category, in the priority of my husband um, we try to do things together, like do a weekly, um, date night. It's not exactly going a hundred percent yet because there's so much going on in our lives and we sometimes forget to prioritize ourselves, but that's just the date night. That doesn't mean that we don't have things set up throughout the week to spend time to with each other and to actually talk to each other. So one thing that I really enjoy doing, and I don't know if he enjoys it, but I enjoy it, is we have started this thing. It's been years now since we started this, where 
we spend time together each night and you think this is weird, but <laughs> in the shower and not necessarily together in the shower. Like he'll sit on the toilet and we'll talk while I shower. And then while he showers, I sit. Well, usually I'm putting lotion on at the time. But <laughs> um, while we're getting ready for bed, essentially is what it is. We talk to each other. We talk about our days. We talk about things that are going on in our lives that we need help with, encouragement, areas that we're struggling with and everything. And so I guess maybe that's why the date night sometimes isn't quite as prioritized because we still get that talking that we need. Does that mean that's everything that we need in that area? No. But it still helps us feel loved and heard and seen and it fills up our cups. Um, so then our children and the area of children, there is so many things you can do. But one thing that we have been trying to do is less TV and more playtime together as a family. We try to do adventures out in the town and go to like the park more. But like I said, and previous episodes going to town is like 45 minutes away so we try to do as much at home as possible as a family to I don't know just play games and have adventures outside with the animals and just go run around and explore the acreage that we own so that's fun um I also try to focus on as a Christian mama to pour love into my children as well. So when I feel loved by them by holding on to my daughter and getting hugs and kisses from her, even though she doesn't want it, it fills my cup up so that when she's throwing a tantrum and screaming on the floor, I don't feel like throwing a tantrum and screaming on the floor with her. Like I can actually handle it. Um, in the area of self-care with God's fundamental, or not fundamental needs, with God's priorities, um, I think of this as in our physical needs. So sleep and food and breathing and rest, that's kind of where I prioritize that. Or even like a workout, which is still a health issue. It's not mental. Everything else that I've been talking about is more mental um, and emotional. And the self-care category to me is more physical. So I make sure I get enough sleep. I make sure that I am eating properly and drinking enough food. Drinking enough food. I mean, I guess you can do that. But I meant to say water. <laughs> you will never see me walk around anywhere without a bottle of water of some type and it's usually a big one. I have yet to get one but I'd like to get a half a gallon bottle of water so I don't have to refill it as often. I thought about getting the gallon one but I'm like that just feels like it'd be too bulky and big and I'd end up breaking it and dropping it and I wouldn't want to carry it so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna try a half gallon first but I digress. Um I just, I really like to prioritize that and I've finally been able to um, 
figure out how to do the workouts too because I always used to love running but I hurt myself playing volleyball and running isn't really something I can do even though I love it. It used to be my stress release. I would just go for a run whenever something um, happened and I just needed to cool down and then I'd come back and have a clear mind and be able to talk about whatever it was but because I hurt myself, I can't run, and I finally have just not, I struggled trying to find something that gave me that same sensation, and I think I finally figured something else out, or else just push past the barrier and stop trying to find something that's going to make me feel like running does. <laughs> not exactly sure which, but I got it figured out. Um, but those are the self-care things that I like to focus on. So then you also have your home and you can think of the home as in cooking and cleaning and chores and all that kind of stuff. But I also think of the home as in the environment and whether we're pouring love into the environment and it's a place that people want to come home to. They're excited to come home rather than stay out and about. I mean, that doesn't mean that you're not going to want to stay out and hang out with friends, but it's still when you think of home sparks joy, it sparks love and that's the environment that I want and so that's what I think about in the area of home income is obviously our jobs and bringing in money so that we can support our families and pay the bills and go and have the money to do the activities that we want to do as families and all that kind of stuff and then people in ministry, which you think that that wouldn't necessarily have any fundamental needs, but even if you're not an extrovert, even if you're like an introvert, you still need the people, like a people connection. You still need to have a sense of belonging and you still want friends. So I mean, just because you're an um, introvert, that doesn't mean that you're not going to want to go out and hang out with some friends and family. So that's definitely a fundamental need is having people and knowing who those people are that you can go out and hang out with and spend time with to fill up your cup as well, rather than just yourself and just your husband. And I'm not saying it has to be a weekly thing. That can be a monthly thing, but <laughs> you know, it's, it's whatever feels comfortable for you and fills your cup up and makes you feel loved. Um, so then to identify what your own specific needs are in those priorities, you just have to look at each one of the priorities and really decide what it is that you need to feel loved, to feel joy, to feel like you are actually able to pour into others rather than to take from others. And sometimes you need to just sit down and really look inside and identify how much you do give on a daily basis and what activities you do that make you feel that way so that you can continue to do them because I'm sure you're doing a lot of those things already. You just have never put it together as a fundamental need. Um, 
oh yeah, I just got to thinking income could also be like, like stewarding your money well, like, um, um, managing your finances and doing a budget or a meal plan or that kind of stuff. Um, sorry, I got a little off topic that just popped into my brain and I figured I should share it. <laughs> um, so then once you're able to identify the things that you need to do that make you feel loved and full of joy and able to pour into others instead of take like the world, create a system that touches all areas of those things, either a morning routine, a weekly routine, um, a monthly routine. It depends on how much you want to tackle and it doesn't all have to be every single day. So don't try to put it all into one day. That's overwhelming. That's stressful. Just pick one thing, start with one thing and add it to your week and see what See what God does. See where it takes you. See how you feel after it grabs a hold of you and helps you throughout your day. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I just know I really enjoy mine. Uh, there are some things that I would like to add a little bit more to or to tweak and refine so that we actually accomplish them. <laughs> like right now, they're just ideas. But I've got so much going on that it's not really a priority to do that because I'm already filling my cup with as much as I need. So eventually when seasons change and my priorities shift, then I'm sure the things that aren't as important to me right now will become more important to me then. And the things that are more important to me now will become less important then. So then I can accomplish those tasks that I would also like to do. Um, okay, so if you have any questions on this, please come over to the Facebook group, Mama's Partnering with God, so that I can answer them for you. I actually have a day where I answer your questions so that you can get them answered. Does that mean you have to post them there? No, you can shoot me a DM and talk to me that way and I can answer your questions a lot quicker and easier and faster. <laughs> but I would love to see you over in the Facebook group so that we can connect and I can get to learn you learn you more. I can get to learn more about you and connect with you because I love showing up this way, but I would actually love to get to know you as a person and not just a, as a podcaster because you get to learn a whole bunch about me, but <laughs> I don't get to learn a lot about you. So I'd love to connect and um, support you in any way that you need it. So I hope to see you over there and I really hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope it helps you create a system that actually helps you feel fulfilled. It helps you feel happy and joyful and that you can pour into others and not be of the world, but be of God. So with that, I say thank you for joining me in another Mama's Partnering with God podcast. And I look forward to seeing you over in the Facebook group, Mama's Partnering with God. 
Hey mama, before you head out, if this episode has blessed you in any way, would you please go and leave a written review over on Apple Podcasts so that it can reach, bless, and impact many other mamas the way it has you? I also want to personally invite you to come and join me and many other like-minded mamas over in my free Facebook group. I would love to hear your thoughts, answer your questions, and keep this conversation going. Praying God continues to bless you. See you next time.